Odds are that most of you out there have at some point in your life had to call for emergency help of some sort. You may have had to call 911 multiple times in your life. I know I've had to call more than a few times for various reasons as well. It can be because of absolutely terrifying circumstances, both for the caller and for those involved. But some of us, even those who aren't in any sort of emergency services as a profession, we can grow numb to things like this. I hear it every day. Someone could call in a wreck with injuries and be completely calm about it. That is a stark contrast to what most people think happen on almost every 911 call. But what if this is something you've never dealt with before? A child caller in general has never been faced with a real emergency. Very young callers may not know the severity of what's going on past that there's just something wrong. Those callers, say around five or six years old, they can remain very calm during calls. Once the caller gets a bit older, maybe 10 or so, the gravity of the situation can be known and it can be a very scary thing. In this week's episode, I'll talk about both an absolutely heartbreaking and empowering incident involving a child caller. One who was thrust into a situation that even adults would have trouble handling. Welcome back to Music City 911. I'm Miley. I'm 14. I live with my mom and my stepdad. I'm in 8th grade going to high school next year. I'm on the color guard team for the high school. Miley is a very happy and outgoing girl who lives in a small town in Kentucky. She loves hanging out with her best friends and also loves her pets. Macy and Madeline, they're both nice and really, really funny and make jokes like with each other and go to the movies. They've supported me throughout middle school. Me and Macy FaceTime like every day. I have five animals. I have two dogs, a Yorkie Poodle, and a Rescue. We don't know what kind of animal, like what kind of breed he is. Um, And then I have two cats and a turtle. For the most part, she enjoys the normal life of a young teen. I ask her about her favorite food. And also, if she has a celebrity crush. <laughs> um, probably, his name is Rudy. He plays JJ in Outer Banks. Um, my favorite meal is Olive Garden chicken with mashed potatoes. And my favorite drink is probably sweet tea. She also loves goofing around and watching other people do the same. When asked about her favorite class, her immediate answer was health class, but not for the reasons you would think. Because all the people in there make it really funny. They really just like mess around. This one time, we were in health, and this boy got on top of the table and started dancing. And then my principal walked in 
and she started yelling at him and then he got off the table and started laughing and fell to the floor as he was getting off. It was really funny. Even though she is incredibly happy overall, Molly has had a large number of problems during her lifetime. I have scoliosis and sleep apnea. I also have some dietary problems. The dietary problems make it hard for me to eat and actually want food. The sleep apnea is like makes it hard for me to like have a good sleep. And the scoliosis has prevented me from doing a lot of sports that I've wanted to do and play games that I've wanted to do. Basically be a normal kid. I've had to have a lot of surgeries. I've had to have surgeries for my back, my ribs, and my stomach. So I have a feeding too, and it helps me get nutrient at night while I sleep. It helps me, like, add calories onto my day, which has helped me, like, gain a lot of weight. When I was, like, in fifth grade, I weighed under 50 pounds for so long. And then, as soon as I hit sixth grade, I got up in the 50s and the 60s, and then I've just been in the 70s, back down to the 60s, back up to the 70s since then. Throughout her life, Molly has had well over 10 surgeries. When I was nine months old, I had to have a surgery, no, 18 months. I had to have a surgery to put a G-tube in my stomach and my first back surgery. Um, And then later on, I don't know what, what age, but I had to have another back surgery. And when I was seven, there might have been surgeries in between there, but when I was seven, I had um, a, another surgery for my back and a halo on my head. Um, I had to stay in the hospital for six weeks with the halo, and then afterwards I had to stay in the hospital at UK for four weeks recovering. And then there has been surgeries like in between there, but the most recent one was 2019 summer. I had to have a back surgery where they put two metal rods in my back and broke my ribs up and put a rod in my ribs. Her grandmother has had an immense impact in her life overall. Molly loves her entire family, but her granny has a very special place in her heart. My mom had me at 15, so like she is still in high school, and so like, just from what my mom has told me, Grammy watched me a lot, and she would like, I am kind of remember sleeping in her bed a lot. I remember watching like Barney, and she'd sit there with me, and she'd play Barbies with me. So like, oh, and she'd come to like every surgery. Um, she'd come to doctor's appointments. So, like, I really, really bonded with her. I used to also call her mom 
because my mom would call her mom. So I thought that that was just her name. So I used to call her mom. Back in December of 2020, Miley was thrust into an absolutely terrifying situation for anyone, let alone a small child. Um, I was 11, so I really couldn't do much. Um, but my mom and my dad were going to the store. Uh, it was like Christmas time, so they were like buying like, Christmas presents and stuff. And my Grammy came over to watch me. Um, she said she was going to take a little nap, and I said, okay. And I was playing Roblox with my best friend. And that's when it all started. She was asleep, and she started screaming, and then blood came out of her mouth. I tried to wake her up, so I called 911 after she like wasn't waking up. Miley is just 11 years old at the time this happened. She was alone with her grandmother, who was taking a nap. During that nap, something happened with her grandmother, and Miley wasn't sure what it was. Miley couldn't wake up her grandmother and was very scared. She knew help was needed and fast. At that point, she picked up the phone and dialed 911. saved over 16,000 dogs, says she's been seeing more issues with dogs' joints, odors, and health than ever before. She believes there's a link between canine health and diet. After extensive research, she developed Superfood Complete, a dog food pack with over 30 wholesome ingredients, including superfoods beneficial for your furry friend. Superfood Complete isn't just about deliciousness, though dogs love the taste. It's about supporting overall well-being. In addition to providing a healthy option for your pet, Badlands Ranch, the maker of Superfood Complete, also supports the Jason DeBus Heigl Foundation, which helps rescue countless dogs and find them loving homes. Dogs across America are trying this food and loving it. Go to badlandsranch.com mc901 and order right now to get up to 50% off your regular priced order with a 90-day money-back guarantee. If you want your dog to experience all these incredible things, go to badlandsranch.com slash mc911 today. What's going on with your granny? Okay, how old are you, sweetheart? I'm 11 years old. Okay, are there any other adults there? No. Is she breathing? Do you see her chest going up and down? Yeah, she's breathing. Okay, all right. Well, that's good. Okay, I need you to keep an eye on her chest for me. Okay. Okay. 
when you say grandma, when you say something, does she respond to you at all? No. Not okay. at all. Okay. She has this little thing on her ankle, and okay. it, she told me about it earlier, and, but it keeps, like, stuff on her phone. It's like a bracelet, kind of, it's kind of like a Fitbit, but it keeps your heart rate, but I can't open her phone. I don't know what password. Okay. All right. You're doing it. Can you go to the front door and unlock the front door for me? Yeah, I can open it. Okay, go to the front door and open the front door for me. We have a screen door and you can't really see the door. Okay. Okay. And it's that my puppies has passed away, and, and I got really sad, and I, and I can't lose her, too. I, I know it's hard, but you're doing a great job getting her help, okay? You're being a real big girl taking care of her. We've got an ambulance and officer coming to you, okay? A police officer and an ambulance, so I don't want you to get scared if you see either one. Okay. Okay. Can, um, are there sirens going to can hear them? You may be able to hear them. Okay. They'll, they'll turn them off before they get to you, though, okay? Okay. Do you want me to go get somebody from across the street to help me? Um, if you can't, and, um, just stay there, okay? They should be on their way. Okay. Okay. Um, who is it? I know you're doing a wonderful. What's your mom's name? You know what her phone number is? Yes. Yeah. That's good. Okay. It shouldn't be much longer. They are on their way to you. Okay. Can you go back in and check on Grandma? Um, I'm sitting right here with her. You're sitting there with her. Is her chest still going up and down? She's still yes, breathing. Yes, her, but her eyes are still closed. Okay. Will she be okay? They're going to check her out, okay? You've done a wonderful job, okay? <laughs> You've been real big today. I, I see the lights. I see the lights. Okay. Can you go to the door and let them in? Don't go out in the street, but just go to the door, okay? I think they passed me. Okay. Hold on. Oh, yeah, they did. I'm waving my arm. You're waving your arm? Yeah. <laughs> All right. All right, sweetheart, you talk to them, okay? Yeah. Okay, they should be there, okay? They're going to help your grandma, okay? Okay. Okay. I know, I know, sweetheart. It's real scary. Okay. He doesn't like you, you know, so I'm going to shut up. She's on the little chair right there. Thank you. Thank you.
Okay, sweetheart, I'm going to let them talk to you, okay? <laughs> Are they taking care of Grandma? Okay, bye. Responders got to the scene, but they had to make sure they were at the right house. First, like very, very first, it was the police, but they passed my house. And then it was the ambulance that like, got up my driveway first. They came, they asked me if it, it was my address, and they asked me if, like, where, where my Grammy was. And then they went in. The ambulance person, the paramedic, went to Grammy, and the police officer asked me what happened. Um, and then the other police officer talked to Grammy, trying to see if she knew where she was or who she was. She had woken up as soon as they got there. This whole thing for a child to experience was obviously traumatic. So many emotions flooded Miley. I was really scared because I thought she was going to die. At the time, I didn't know it was like a seizure. I thought she was like having like a stroke, which I know were like bad. Um, so like I thought she's going to die. I was like crying screaming for her to like wake up when help got there it did have an effect on miley but there was still some concern i was relieved and then when she said she couldn't remember i was freaked out i thought she'd never remember who i was they were there for about 30 minutes and then they put me and Grammy in the ambulance, and we left. They said I couldn't, like, go with my neighbor or anything, because Mom was going to meet us at the hospital. The paramedic was making jokes to make me laugh, and Grammy was starting to remember, but still didn't remember who I was. I was thankful that she was getting memory back, but still scared that she wouldn't remember me. People who have never had a seizure or haven't been witness to someone having one, they usually don't know that the patient won't know what happened. They're confused. They often have a bit of memory loss. This usually doesn't last too long. For Molly's grandmother, it was no different. It didn't take long, probably about an hour and then my mom called me she said that grammy remembered everything still didn't like realize that she had a seizure and that she was kind of repeating her words or her, her sentences but that she was getting better molly's grandmother was in the hospital and doing much better after this all happened Molly started thinking back about the day. I think one of my neighbors came over because they saw the ambulance and the police officer 
and I think one of my neighbors came over and asked if I was okay and asked if I needed to stay with them which was very relieving that somebody was there. When thinking back about the dispatcher that was on the line with her, which, by the way, I thought did an amazing job, Molly also agreed and pointed out how much she helped while responders were on the way. She tried to calm me down, and she tried to reassure me that it was going to be okay. During the call, there wasn't only concern for her grandmother. Molly also noted that she was sad that her two dogs had just died shortly before this. My two dogs, uh, when the call did happen, it was two. My two dogs, Tobias and Homer T, passed away like a few days before this happened. Her dogs were so adored by Molly that when I asked if she could travel back in time to any point in her life, what time would that be? It was an easy answer for her. I'd go back to when I first met Homer T and Tobias. Because Homer T was a baby still. Like he had like literally just been born and Tobias was not blind. And he could actually see me. He went later he went blind later on in his life. Even with all that she's been through. Molly's an extremely strong person that's always going to continue to push herself to be better. I finished up by asking what the future would hold for her, and if she could leave a message for the world, what would that be? I'll probably stay on the color card team, do all my work, and try to get, like, A's and B's, and that I am stronger than I look. Miley and her grandmother are fine right now. Miley isn't completely done with her surgeries. She's expected to have more in the future. It would be great if you could help out Miley and her family by going to her GoFundMe page, which can be found at GoFundMe.com slash Miley's Fund. Any amount is greatly appreciated, and a link will be listed in the show notes along with all the other normal social media links. If you like the show and this episode, be sure to give a five-star rating and review on whatever podcast app you're listening on. Be sure to share it with anyone you believe might like to listen. And if you want more Music City 911, head over to patreon.com slash musiccity911 for bonus content and ad-free episodes. For Music City 911, I'm Brandon, and y'all have a good one.